Welcome in, you cheap beggars, to another episode of Discounts, the bargain bin gaming podcast where three tiny little troll toppers that get put on pencils. <laughs> we get smaller every episode. Uh, discuss and try and find the best bargain games in order to win and ultimately not lose. I am your host, Josh Hooten. I'm also that translucent car ever ahead of you, marking your best lap. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually your father and you never want to beat that so you have a bit of him still there with you oh, as you get no. there and stop on the line just before it happens yeah. your ghost car Josh and trying to plug into player two I am your regularly scheduled spooky lord of the mansion for when your regularly scheduled Bowser just isn't spooky enough <laughs> I'm Darren and uh, sitting on the floor not even looking at the TV waka 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 <laughs> it's Fozzie Bear <laughs> I'm your pixelated apparition chasing after the yellow circle, but don't let him munch those pills or it's game over. It's Paul. Well, there's some lovely ghosts there, but <laughs> it was like waka waka waka. I don't know, I tried to do the Pac-Man. I no, it's waka 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 waka. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Waka, waka, waka. It is, but it did sound very fuzzy there. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Kermit to come in from Darren. <laughs> waka waka waka. It's me, Fozzy Bear. Josh, oh. Josh is looking at me expecting an impression that is not coming. <laughs> I think it's, what's the... Di- no, <laughs> we're not going down the line already. Um, yeah, I need to remember to introduce us at the beginning of the episodes. I get so caught up in saying hello and welcome back. I'm just excited that people are back for another yeah. episode. But you know what? Um, As you can, yeah, we're ghosts. We're going to talk about ghosts. But first, let's talk about us for a bit because we love talking about us. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, we're here. Episode yes, three. here we are. Wow, the difficult third episode. I mean, the second episode was pretty difficult as well, to be honest. Um, so, the continually difficult episodes of Discount. Technically, we're, we're good now, I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. Technically. Technically, yeah. We, we have spent about 40 minutes getting set up technically to actually work this. We're going yeah. to have a really lovely conversation and nothing. It'll be blank. <laughs> Just a nice bit of dead air for you all to join us <laughs> this week. Yeah, so as I said tiny people discussing games to try and win it's it's been a fun old time it's been two weeks already mm-hmm. for me the time's flown but it sounds like for everyone else it's come up very like it's oh no i take that back it's been flying for darren it's been yeah, flying, flying for, for you me. i feel like i've been sat there twiddling my thumbs ready to jump in waiting for this i think it's more that i've just been waiting so long for my game to arrive so i've, I've oh. sat there with a the sweat going on <laughs> uh but yeah it's it's always fun to to meet up again discuss it's games good. and uh just generally be be bros be bros oh, we take a nice bit myself. of time out of discussing games and popular culture over the internet to meet up to discuss games and popular culture <laughs> so we could be losers yeah. in person But yeah, um, so last week we mentioned, well not last week, last episode, we mentioned Ratchet and Clank, well I did because I played it, mm-hmm. and since then I think you've both jumped in on I the adventure. I've both jumped in, I started yesterday and got quite of the way, far, quite far of the way through it. Uh, Fossy Bears teeth all, all, <laughs> all the words were there, I, I don't know if they Just came Just rearrange the right them, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I got quite far through it, uh, played a couple of hours, it was awesome. It's great, isn't it? It's really so good. good. Yeah, just to clarify, we're not going to spoil anything about Ratchet no, and Clank no, uh, Rift not. Apart, um, just to make sure we're clear. It's not, we're not about the 2016 
film adaptation yeah. one is the sequel to that the new one that's on ps5 exclusively exclusively yeah it's nice um, to see it there's not been many of these exclusives we've got returnal and this is about it and i've not played returnal no i've not touched it either. um this felt amazing it felt yeah. the new it felt like the next gen didn't it did we you like we were here did you guys what um sort of graphic setting did you guys play it on um i played it with the ray tracing on Performance RT, I did, I did so say, right. yeah. Oh, boys, it was so good. But why give us the option? Like, we all end up playing yeah, it I know, exactly right? the same way. <laughs> if that's the best option that's available, yeah. give it to you. If you've got shit TV, just shoot slight shit TV mode, <laughs> and they give you shit TV mode. I mean, there's even they even give you the filters to play as shit TV mm, mode they if do. you want to. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, we're all horrible middle of the roaders. There are going to be like thousands of people that are like, oh, I want the best frame rate. I want it to look the best. And we're like, I want both. I know. I want all of it. But why not just make it so it's the best yeah, it can be yeah, and then yeah. give it to us? And then I don't mind. I, uh, the thing is, I don't want to make the decision. I, I'm no. not an expert. <laughs> no. I just know I want it to look good on my TV yeah. and enjoy it. And yeah, I spent ages jumping between the three. Between what, them. What's, what's the difference? What's but do, the you know, difference? do you know when you selected the actual option for performance or ray tracing? Do you know when you click back and you have to reset the main menu? Yeah. I had a massive difference. Like from, well, I don't know. I assume I did. It might have just been subconsciously. It was like, hopeful. Oh like, look how amazing this is. Um, but you're, from... you're the kid that's like been given. Here's some, yeah, you can try some beer, and you're drunk in the corner after a sip. Like, oh, and it's actually just water. <laughs> that's me. Walker, walker, walker. That that's not gonna stick. That can't stick. Yeah, you're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to cut this. I know you do the. I'm not gonna stick cut it. This is fine. Eventually, this becomes copyright infringement. <laughs> But yeah, it, it felt it felt like the new console was here, the new generation was here. It yes. looked amazing. It felt amazing. The main thing for me was the integration on the controllers. I loved that. The it's one of the most interesting things I've seen in the way that uh, on a lot of the games you had like the half pull down of the trigger was mm-hmm. one fire mode and the full pull down was the other one. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was great. There's like the um, I can't think what the gun's called. Scatter blast, I think it's called. Where you have like the half trigger is like a little fire. Is, like, this, is, this, like, is this like the shotgun one? Yeah, where you, yeah. You yeah. Double one. It's like exterminator or something and along yeah, those you lines. You pull it down the full way and it does all <laughs> the barrels at yeah, once. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. The, I did have a problem with one of the guns. It's the one which has the shield on it. I don't know if you've I've got, not got yeah. that yet. There's like a shield where if you hold it up, like hold it part way down, it like absorbs everything. If you do full, it blasts them back. And it's a real bit of a. Right. It's a bit finicky, but I mean, it's a, and it's a promise, it's a trophy based one as well, which yeah. was more annoying. But um, <laughs> that's the thing. The, I, I, I was saying to you, Paul. Yeah. Although I loved the, the controller um, with the triggers and the responsive, what are they called, adaptive triggers? Yeah, yeah, them, isn't yeah. It? Um, and I felt in a few games like uh, Wreckfest and things like that, the actual Astro controller, Boy? Ast- Astrobot, Astro is, 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 is amazing. Astrobot is completely different. <laughs> Astro Boy, yeah, the, which the, the manga and then the amazing <laughs> film starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> is that why it's amazing? Yes, Brilliant. solely reason why it's amazing. Cool. Uh, but it's such a vibration-heavy controller. It does feel great with the rain and everything. Like yep. I said to you, I was playing it probably about six hours. Yeah. And by the end of it, my hands were numb. Yeah. I literally couldn't feel a thing. I'd lost all feeling to my extremities. So when you're collecting each of the the, the copper bolts or something like that, it just gives you a little vibration. I was doing a vibration mount. Which is brilliant for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean the miming is wonderful. I mean, <laughs> you we, get it. Guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll just get we'll get Paul on TikTok and he can just do all his mimes here. <laughs> That'd be but great. it was yeah, it, it felt great until I stopped playing it, and then it felt like I've been handling a bag of bees for a while, <laughs> um, yeah. which is probably my fault because 
I remember like when you used to play the Wii and stuff. It's like, remember, step outside for a bit. So yeah. You didn't get any warnings with this. It was like, your hands aren't going to be feeling the same. <laughs> so that's my only downside with this. Right. It's also a short game, but it's a, yeah. in regards to graphics and adaptation for the new console, I think this is great. Is it, and they said they've just scratched the surface. It the, felt so fluid. Mm. Like, do you know the transitions between worlds, between levels? And honestly, like where, where you zip in between the rifts, yeah. um, it, it felt seamless for me. Yeah. I was impressed just by the amount of detail because mm. I haven't played a game of this quality. I also have a new TV mm-hmm. and the PS5 with it. But it's just walking around and even do like the, um, the photo mode. And it's like each individual hair, or each individual yes. hair. Yes, yeah. yeah. And it was on the photo mode. If you put a helmet on them and you had the ray tracing on, mm-hmm. you could like face the camera at them and the entire fucking level oh. it's just reflected in the visor yeah it was amazing. oh really like, even, even without the helmets oh. their eyes do the same thing so yeah. if they had nothing oh. eyes, you can see the detail behind it's, I've not seen that it's phenomenal so I... much attention to detail in it it's great what I did like as well no if I, I was running around with the like Daft Punk head, head yeah, yeah. On. Um, but when you go into a cutscene it sort of just like vanishes but it then it comes back in as if you are wearing it but you've just taken it off for the cutscene. Yeah, it's it's great. So the armor sticks, right? The rest of like the body and the legs that you yeah, get. But yeah. it's literally like that bit on the head, like almost like Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. That's it. That yeah. sort of folds yeah. into a little bit that you don't see on the back of yeah. the head. Yeah, it's really Talk, well done. Talking about attention to detail, though, uh, there's mm-hmm. a thing with that as well. Where if you put a helmet on them, all of their speech is slightly muffled. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Like when oh. they're talking in the level, it's just a little bit muffled because they've got a helmet on. This is incredible. But honestly, I thought this is the new step. This is what yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. And I was really excited by it all. Yeah, but Me too. The only I... downside I had with it is I encountered a couple of glitches in it. Yeah, I had right. a few bugs as well. Like I kept falling, going to boxes and then falling behind him. I was obviously yeah. a bit of a level yeah. you weren't meant to be in. But because of they had to find the entire level, yeah. you could fall yeah. into it and get stuck. But I, I had one which I thought had broken the game for me and on like the fourth (laughs) attempt it finally just worked and all i had to do was walk into a different area then come back then try the thing again yeah and And plug it and plug it back in basically (laughs) yeah it's like the um you know i don't know paul you're far enough in the game yet the crystals where you zip between the yep dimensions are you that far yet no there's crystals where you zip between okay thank you And um, I had one where I'd go into the other dimension, I'd zip into the crystal and it wouldn't load the first right. dimension. Right. You'd just get stuck on like the pink screen. That's interesting. I, I never came across anything like that. And obviously I played this day one of release. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was expecting the bug. So the little bits that I came across, I was like, you know what? A patch is going to come along. This stuff is going to be fine. I imagine that, that what you've encountered could be either either it, it was your disc as well, wasn't it? My disc, yeah. yeah. So it could be just a physical yeah. issue again that gets right. resolved with a patch. But it's like my like um my partner played it, and she had a lot of when you fall out of the world, you just don't reload. Oh, it turns right. to black for like the respawn. You don't come back. I had two glitches, both of which were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> One was uh, both involved those crystals. Funnily, one was the one I was just saying where I didn't walk back. The other one was I walked back, but I apparently walked underwater and it didn't load the level. Well, oh. it didn't load the graphics of the level. Right. So I could walk to my ship, but there was water sounds, so like the water That's effect really on the screen. I flew somewhere else and it stayed. I'm not saying that this is the second week in a row you've had weird <laughs> yep. graphical glitches that the others haven't encountered. Yeah, I think I'm just cursed. I think I think you're cursed with gaming. I mean, maybe you're just not competent. That's maybe <laughs> it's a gaming ghost. Ooh. Ooh. Um, can I just quickly bring up the voice acting in here? Oh, what Invader Zim? Invader uh, Zim, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, it's incredible. It's oh, so yeah. good, so polished, so 
I really, really love all the characters, even being what three hours in, maybe. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's hard when you go into a game like this when you it's all. I mean, this isn't spoilers because it's all been marketed that there's a new female Lombard. It's on the front cover. Like, yeah. It's on the front cover. So it's you're you're like oh, they're forcing something else, and actually, I thought so. I think she's better. She's great. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've just scratched the surface with her. We'll see. Yeah. That. We'll see how you go with it. I mean, I, I'm interested to see how you feel about the whole game. Yeah. We probably won't spoil it on here. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Bargain bins and that sort of thing. Exactly. In we regards must... to that, it's always nice to see Jennifer Hale back when I just don't recognise her in anything she's in. Can you give some more examples? Uh, Jennifer Hale is the female Captain Shepherd from Mass oh. Effect. Oh, okay. She's never played like as eighty percent of big name female gaming characters are likely voiced by Jennifer Hale. That's cool. Ah. But I just never know it's her. And I still didn't, so thank you. <laughs> but yeah, Invader Zim's in it, yeah. and that's what I mean. Last week, I had Destroy All Humans, yes. and then... Yes, Invader Zim. Invader Zim. Uh, but has anyone been playing anything else? I mean, I know I've been playing potentially the best game ever made this week. What have you been playing, Josh? <laughs> Sega's <laughs> Tokyo 2020 <laughs> game. Honestly, there's so much to unpack. So just for everyone else, if you've got a PlayStation, it's on PS, PS Now. PS Now. Oh, so, yeah, it's it's free to play. It's worth looking at it for free. Okay. Don't pay any money for this game. Right. <laughs> um, I was very confused. So they released it last year. Obviously, the Olympics didn't happen in 2020. They're no. not happening in 2021. Yeah. They've released it. There's a lovely countdown. When you log in, it goes, 12 days to go or 15 days to go. So oh. that's nice. Oh, wow. But you make like an avatar of yourself and then you can compete in 20 events. But because it's Sega, it's almost like they've forgotten... That we've advanced in controllers and have more than two buttons. Everything oh, is very much no. track and field. Slam, oh, no. slam the X, slam the X. Oh, it does. No. You get flashbacks to that track and field game. Yeah, yeah? that was better than this in my <laughs> mind. That was, but this has twenty events in it. It's got stuff like rugby sevens. It's got football. It's got baseball. It's got speed climbing. Nice. It's got all of these. I've played all of this. It's got judo. I, mean, I was going to say you, you know, joined me in the middle of a judo match the other day. That's um, earlier. You're like, oh yeah, and I was hammering away at those buttons, which is pretty much the whole game. And I'm just concerned that everything's going to break. It's... We've learned that game development is a flat circle. We've come all the way back around to track and field. <laughs> track and field is so, was so good as well. I really enjoyed track and field, but this doesn't feel as good as track and field. And I was getting really angry about it. It's like, if you've given it to Sega, why not just do Mario and Sonic and all that sort yeah, of thing? And yeah. then I spoke to Darren and Darren went, they, they did. They, they have. So, yeah. um, it's a twenty twenty one. If you are going to play a, uh, one, play that. And I mean, they... They've got little snippets of, this is being played in this arena, which has a capacity of this amount. And you're sat there thinking, no one's, no one's going to be there when it's on, because they've, they've closed all the things. So it's all a little sour as a game. Right, okay. Uh, but And they give you like outfits, like you can dress yourself up as Sonic to do speed climbing in, and it just feels a bit naff. Cause I'd get into it for that. <laughs> the, the worst bit about it is they don't tell you how to play the game. They tell you oh. a little bit, but you have to play enough of the game for them to drop tips for you and then you have to go search for the tips but the tips don't tell you exactly how to play the game because you can get more tips on it oh so my you, god so you get to, and then they want you to play on, it's it's a mess but right what it's, it's like a train crash you want to watch it i keep <laughs> i'm sure you guys keep coming online and see yeah. me playing it i yep. cannot I was like, look away from it right i'm like trump in an eclipse i'm staring directly <laughs> into it i've been looking at it i might give it a go just to see just how bad it is i kind of want the sexy hats <laughs> there are some sexy hats on there. Um, you can play two-player online as well. So if anyone wants to join, uh, <laughs> like when when you say you can dress up as Sonic for Olympic events, 
Is it like Sega quality Sonic or is it like underfunded furry Sonic? It's, it's literally underfunded furry. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, it's oh, really no. awkward. It's like real skinny Sonic. It's like yeah. it's like a person in a Sonic costume. <laughs> God, it literally damn. Not just made you look like Sonic. But yeah, and you build How your, exciting. You build you, you build your whole squad and all that. It's just, Brilliant. <laughs> why Sega? I get Sega's Japanese, but just give it to a even give it give it to Konami or something like that. I don't know where they've got something a bit better. I honestly would love them to give an Olympic Games license to a really like serious game dev. Give it to CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or give it to like Insomniac. <laughs> give it to Sucker Punch. And just see what they do. Yeah, I would. It would be interesting. I mean, if it, I'd play a Project Red Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Just with. I wouldn't hammer the, the circle and X button. <laughs> You just load yourself up with a cat potion <laughs> and just go in there and you stab everyone to get to the... Yeah. You try to do the uh, equestrian, but the horse is just on the roofs. Uh, like, honestly. Oh. I, I mean, I know I've been playing with this game with weird animals and stuff like that because you can dress up as them, but apparently there are better games out there which have weird animals that want to make the world better. And I, I'll pass over to Darren because he's been playing better <laughs> games. I, um, I started playing a little game. And I will come back next time with more information on this game. So hopefully by then I would have finished and fully uncovered the insanity it's building towards. Okay. Uh, but I started getting, playing a little game called Chicory. Um, <laughs> I want to say, um, any of our listeners who also listen to the uh, Let's Fight a Boss podcast may start to notice a trend where <laughs> they talk about a game and then funnily enough... On our next episode, <laughs> I talk about the same game. Is it almost like you're very easily influenced? It might be. <laughs> Possibly. I hear that game and go, oh, that sounds cute. I start playing it, and then I want to talk about it, because I don't play much else. So, Chicory. Chicory. <laughs> Chicory is a game, um, I think, about depression. Oh, what? <laughs> it... So, the 1920s in America, or the con- or, or sad, feeling? Sad people. <laughs> sad, sad people. people. Um Basically, there is a magic paintbrush, and the person with the paintbrush is called the wielder, and they bring colour to the world, nice. and you are the wielder's janitor. Is this like Disney's Fantasia? It sounds potentially. I don't know what, I you don't know what it's about. Looked, I have no idea. I don't know why you look directly at me, but here, Paul, um, I, I, I haven't I, played the game, so I'm going to turn back to right, Darren okay. and, and ask him, is this like Disney's Fantasia? <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell you. Okay. okay good. I'll, is... I'll keep going, and you can make that decision. Brilliant. But um, that th- we have we have hit uh, we're between a rock and a hard place. Darren doesn't watch films. Yeah. You've asked me who does watch films, but so I know doesn't the film, the but I haven't played, played the game. The game. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you come out to find the brush, and the wielder, who is called Chicory, is nowhere to be seen, and all mm-hmm. the color has drained out of the world. So you wander around the brush, painting stuff and trying to save the world, basically. And you find out that the reason Chicory is gone is because Chicory is super depressed and doesn't want to paint anymore. Oh. Uh, and you oh. just have to take it up instead, and you're super enthusiastic, and you play as an adorable little dog in overalls. <gasps> but, oh. but how do you choose your name? Uh, the game asks you what your favourite food is, and that is your name. This sounds so much better now. It's great. But it's... At, at first it was this cute little game you paint. Uh, basically, left stick controls you and the right stick controls the brush. And you just right. paint the world. And you have like four colours based on where you are. You can just like paint houses, you can paint people, you can make plants in the sky. What, it's... What's the graphics like? Is it like Microsoft Paint graphics? No, or... it's really like cutesy 
animation i will quickly get a picture up for you while so, i'm talking um i'm so it's not pixel based it's not sort of like that style mm-hmm. it's more rounded almost like yeah. cat quest style is that sort of um i'm busy throwing in other games that people maybe not have played so I'm, I'm not familiar with it it was again another indie sort of mm-hmm. style but, one. Um, is it more like or is the dog like a mental support dog for chicory chickadee you're just the janitor Oh, what? But so, you're just super enthusiastic. Uh, like, I'm going to paint. A what? Chicory is a rabbit. Chicory is a rabbit. Yes. Right, I see. The wielder is a rabbit. Well, I, when when Darren explained that you you chose your name based on the food you like, yeah. I couldn't work out what a chicory was because I assumed that was a food, but it obviously isn't. And I just... <laughs> it's like a plant herb sort of thing. Oh, so that's, it is. That's what it looks like. Oh, that's cool. Like a sort of um, the farm game. What, you mean like a Stardew Valley? Stardew Valley. But a bit sort of more on. rounded. Yeah, yeah. Stardew yeah. Valley meets Rapper the Rapper is yeah. how I would yeah. look it's at it. It's what I imagine bubble writing would look like as an art style if you expanded it. Yeah, that's cool. But the reason I, like I bring it up and I want to get further into it mm-hmm. is it's got a really weird sense of humour that's starting to expand. And I feel like it's the sort of sense of humour that you can only have in a game about a rabbit with depression. <laughs> but like, there's a, a side quest early on where you're helping a guy find his kids and they're just hiding in bushes around the world and you like tap the bush you grab them you bring them back and at the end of the quest you bring back all his kids mm-hmm. and he's like this is one more than i had i, I don't know what to do <laughs> with this and that's just the end of the quest <laughs> this guy just has one more kid now there you go you really? deal with this but like um the bit i saw today and it's really why i want to talk about this you go into the wielder's temple and it's this big um, this isn't a, like a thing for like a lobotomy or anything like that. That's not another like you're actually going through the temple of the wheel there. <laughs> no, no, just to, to cure the depression. I don't know what no, was no. happening. It's like a big palace sort of thing. I assume a wheel cool. train. The and final you... millennium tower. <laughs> the true final millennium tower. That's the one. Yeah, no, <laughs> but when you paint the floor, it's a big like puzzle level essentially, and you paint the floor and messages come up like Bloodborne. A bit. Cool. But there's a joke running throughout it that someone's been defacing the tower. So they keep crossing out words and writing butts. <laughs> so it's like um, it's like the path will lead you to the truth. And they just crossed out truth and put butts. Brilliant. And like, there's one bit where you paint it in and it's a story about the... It talks about like, here lies the wielder. And they just wrote, who has a big butt. <laughs> and as you get further in, there's somebody else who's responding to it. It's like... This isn't funny. So is <laughs> like, it like... Stop advent- facing the tower. <laughs> is it like Adventure Time sort of comedy? Yeah. Where it's kind of... I love that. But I'm getting really like a bit further into it. But it's super cute and super fun. And this comedy is starting to come out. Like, this is great. <laughs> so you've really enjoyed this. Yep. I've had a great time. Paul, what's your one line on Jump Force this week? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just to go to the so- other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your one line. One line. Um, i got to try and think now. It's 80% off in the on the PlayStation Store now. Is that worth it? <laughs> yes for context Paul just dead-eyed me and said yeah. nothing <laughs> I'd say for the 80% off yeah yeah I got confused when you told us you were going to talk about Jump Force and it being 80% I thought you meant like 80% done to completing it no, oh, no, no it's no, just 80% no. off On, in the store it's 80% off now so it's reduced from it's still like 50 quid but it's reduced to like I don't know like 15, 16 pounds now Make sure to join us next time on Paul's Weekly Jump Force. <laughs> if, it's, if it's 80% off, surely it's 10 quid. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's 80% off. I looked on... I can't wait for you to do your taxes next week, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go really well for you. It's fine. I've written all those down. It's fine. 
Um, but other than that, I haven't done a lot. I played obviously this this episode's game. That's good. Thank um, you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to do, do, <laughs> do the my one research. Thing. <laughs> um, I've obviously lost more time to Final Fantasy fourteen, and my one thing I want to talk about is after last episode we were talking about platinum in a day. I went and downloaded My Name Is Mayo for the low low price of ninety nine pence. Ninety nine pence. There's two. Two games. I am Mayo 1 and 2. Well, I guess I'm going to have to buy number 2 now. Both for 99 pence. And I loved it. I actually played it while editing the last podcast. It's it's fun, even though it's just tap X it's, on this Mayo honestly, and dress it's up different. Honestly, so, it's so good. I could literally... Because you, you hit the X and then you unlock different different hats, different outfits. One of them being a tiger or leopard print bikini. Yeah. So you dress the Mayo up in this bikini. Of course, yeah. And then just keep tapping it and then unlock like the bikini with a hat on. But then obviously you've got different branches of yeah. the thing. And it was amazing. It's it's, it's stupid, it's, it's fun. I fully recommend it. And especially if you want to... 99 plat- pence. Or another platinum in the but, cabinet, do it. Yeah. But can you dress up the Mayo as an underfunded fairy Sonic? No, no, oh, it's not. It's not that good. It's, <laughs> it's not licensed. No. Uh, <laughs> also, just to bring back around, uh, in Chicory, you can dress up the dog. Oh, collectibles oh. are items of clothing. So basically, what we did this week was play dollies and dress. Yeah. Up <laughs> we my, did. Mine's yeah. currently dressed in a beanie and a little hoodie. Nice. So this is now a podcast about Barbies. Yep. And <laughs> also this. You wait till you see one of our categories then. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So, should we move on to the meat and bones, the the gravy, the 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 episode? Yeah, we'll yeah. move on to the episode. This week we have been given the wonderful topic, which is ghosts. So, um, go back to our weekly segment. We'll hand over to Darren to explain what ghosts are. <laughs> They're dead people that have come back as ghosts, and our topic is games with ghosts in. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so ghosts could be anything at all. There's yep. sort of like supernatural, astral projectory, some sort of entity, yep. you yep. know, um, anything like that. Um, and obviously we all wanted to play Luigi's Mansion 3, but for some reason, Nintendo games <laughs> hold so, so much value. They, they are stronger currency, as you said, than most like third world countries. Yeah. <laughs> when when the, the bomb drops... We will be trading in Switch games. Honestly, you're gonna go. You're gonna go to the market and go. Yeah, that's three cartridges for this house. Like, yeah, there you are. That's, wow. Yeah. Honestly, it's still full price, and you try and get a second hand, it's about thirty quid still anywhere. I tried to buy any of the Luigi's Mansions mm-hmm. and couldn't find any of them for a reasonable price. Oh my god. No. So because you got to be physical copies as well. Yeah. That's the problem. And yeah. even if you're going for electronic, it's still stupid for the third Is it? one. Yeah, it's still silly money. Um, it's worse because the Nintendo store rarely has sales. If it has sales, they're atrocious. Yeah, it's like oh. here you go. This is ten percent off. And you go. This game's sixteen years old. What are you doing? Ten percent off? Wow. <laughs> we just we just love it that yeah. much. The biggest discount I've seen on a notable game okay. is twenty percent, maybe. Yeah. What? And the PS store is regularly like seventy, sixty. Fuck it. Yeah, and then you go to Steam, and it's like, you want to pay for a game? Don't pay for a game. We'll just give you them for free. Um, you put down like a pound coin, and Steam goes, I don't have change for that. <laughs> like, just take it. Um, but yes, so we've gone for Ghosts, which has obviously brought in a lot of choices for games. Yes. yes. And we'll do our normal thing of going to who received their game first, which was, I believe, it was Darren. It was me. And uh, the wonderful thing about this week is I got to buy it for myself. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yes. Uh, why are you shocked by that, Paul? No, no, no. I just, I just remembered <laughs> that I bought it for myself. 
don't you feel bad about yourself now? Yes, I do. Paul had <laughs> a package arrive, but just didn't remember that he bought it. <laughs> Time is not kind to him. He's basically a ghost himself. Let right, me yeah. Okay, that's but, um, every episode now. I bought a lovely little game called Murdered Soul Suspect, Ooh, which is yeah. a much older game than I thought it was. Murdered colon soul suspect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Murdered Look. the colon, and now he's a soul suspect. <laughs> I thought this came out in like Shattle 2016. Shattle every shoe, that's the problem. <laughs> it was the problem. Murdered his colon, that's, shattle every shoe. That's the plot, funnily. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought this came out in like 2016, 17. Like a middle of the generation nothing game. Yeah. This was a PS3 game. Yeah. Was it? Like 2014. Like right at the start of the PS4's lifespan. Wow. It looks really good for that. It does. I have to be honest, it holds up graphically better than I thought it would. From what I remembered, because I played it, I believe, yeah, some early PS4. Mm. What I remember of it, I remember it looking good then. It still looks good now. Go on. So so what happens in this game? Tell us about this game. Sell this game. What is this game? Even though we've all played it. Um, (laughs) You die. Good. Good place to start. (laughs) That's the start. And then you... um, you spend your time in the game as a ghost trying to solve your own murder. So you've been killed by a notorious serial killer called the Bell Killer, and you spend the rest of the game as a ghost trying to solve said murder, work out who the Bell Killer is, and stop anyone else from being killed. Right. Because you're essentially, it's the typical thing of, I can't go to the other side because I have mm-hmm. business in this world. Is Sorry, looking at Josh. Is that like Patrick Swayze's ghost? <laughs> He is a ghost, yes. <laughs> That's not all it's got in common. Less pottery, okay. Yeah. Um, what I learned, I was um, That's looking at this game. You, you wait, <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of bowls and plates that he made in this game. And then he painted lovely little bits on there with a dog dressed up. He got very confused <laughs> as the two games blurred. The worrying yeah. thing is, um, recently there was the PlayStation Showcase and they showed off Lost Judgment, which is like the Yakuza spin-off. Yeah. And I was just thinking... God, pottery game sounds like a Yakuza like mini game. It does. Oh, you go off and you make pottery. <laughs> but um, so I was you... looking up stuff about this game because I was trying to work out where it came from, basically how it came about. Okay. Uh, this game is inspired by the lead designer reflecting on Die Hard. Oh, really? Yep. Um, what? Basically, <laughs> the idea was, and I have a direct quote. Please, thank you. I need I need more context here because I I cannot connect the two uh, at all. He's basically. He said he had the general idea about a game where you play as a ghost trying to interact with the human world. And he took it to the studio and they made a bunch of pictures, but a lot of them were like very supernatural or like almost superhero type things where you have all these fancy abilities. And he said, think about Die Hard. What if John McClane had died? Would he give up? No, he'd still try to save everybody in Nakatomi Plaza. (laughs) And the idea was like... (laughs) I don't you... want one where I'm like a superhero. I have all these abilities. I want one where you're just a normal dude trying to he save wanted... the future. So his pitch was regular dude wants to keep dudeing. Yes. That was essentially it. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's the idea of like, if he died I and don't... been a ghost, would he just mope around? No, he'd continue I his mean, mission. The best bit in your game is when it gets to the end, he goes, yippee ki motherfucker. Yes. As he, as he solves them. Oh, solves Does them he? Bit. No. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so fucking colourful. Oh my god! So this game starts off with a, fuck. <laughs> yes. This game starts off with a fucking upstyle montage where you go through this guy's life. And it's like, oh, he met his girlfriend, and he was like a gang 
remember, he has all these tattoos, and he went to prison, and he got a job on the police force. Yeah. His name, uh, this annoyed me for two reasons. This guy's <laughs> name is Ronan O'Connor, which is the most fucking young adult novel protagonist name I've heard <laughs> yep. in my life. Ronan or Roman? Ronan. Ronan. But also, um, I hate when games or any form of media know their lead character's name is stupid mm-hmm. and they think it's fine to do if at the start they go, what kind of name is Ronan? I'm like, don't be cute. Just pick a different <laughs> name. Like, for fuck's sake. So Ronan for the 47 Ronan and O'Connell, O'Connor because they couldn't say O'Connell, I suppose. Yes. He is one of the 47 Ronan. That's yes, the plot. Yes, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. It's actually Neo. Isn't O'Connell the name of his wife's uh, diehard? His wife's last name she takes again. No, that is. Oh not, my god! Not to put you on the spot. I'll leave that one for you to mull what over. Is, what is? What is? Uh, what's it? Oh, what's it? First name. I'll continue with the game. What you think? Yeah, about thank that. you. Um, this game does a really good job of its like it takes full advantage of its ghost mechanics, where like it has really bullshit rules about um what you can and can't walk through holly janeiro that's her name holly what the actress G- no that's that's yes. that's yeah, yeah. That's sorry very, sorry very, that, was, that was my fault sorry <laughs> i i pulled on that thread <laughs> i was like no how can you sorry but um yeah so basically it has this idea that you're in salem so you're in witch town mm-hmm. yep and the buildings have been consecrated so you can't walk through the outside of buildings but once you're in the building you can walk through anything in the building and just the perimeters of the buildings the outside wall yeah yeah it's basically a really shitty justification to set off like sections of areas yeah because you can't just walk from like the apartments area to the town (laughs) area you have to walk through the front door like a fucking living person (laughs) but i fucking dare they i know (laughs) I had a lot of issues with this game because my way of playing games is I often just bump myself up against terrain to realign myself. Because you're a ghost, you just fucking walk through yes, it. Yes, you do. Yeah. So yeah. I was walking around looking for collectibles I mean, and there's one like the other side of a fence. And normally I'd walk into the fence and look down. I just walk straight through the fucking fence. Like, this sounds oh. like you're a real lazy gamer that you can't be going, <laughs> yeah. oh no, I'm through. Oh, well, I missed it now. <laughs> it was like, it, it felt a bit like they didn't want to program like collisions. Mm-hmm. And then went, we'll work out reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but this game's weird. So so you enjoyed it? I had a lot of fun with it, funny enough. A lot more than I thought I would. Um, brilliant. So we know Bird's all suspect. Yes. So far, Darren's making a good case that he yep. enjoyed it. We'll pass on to the second person oh, who my... may not be able to do that this week. But um, <laughs> no. Paul, you hate yourself. So what did you buy? So... Um, so as we discovered in the last episode, it was Darren who bought me the game, or bought you told you to buy me the game that won the episode. And from the first, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just reiterating that I've won both episodes so far. Thanks for bringing and, that up. Oh, it was, so you just you, just a little humble brag. Just, there. just a, yeah. Um, but both games have come from Darren's mind. Yeah. What I found is if I buy the games for myself, they're dreadful. Yeah. So, so what did you buy yourself? So I bought myself. <laughs> A little game called Black Mirror. Um, Based off the... Nothing to do with the TV series. Nothing to do with it. I looked that up. I thought, is it? It's not. It's an 18. So I thought, this is going to be some spooks. It wasn't. So basically, the art style was very... It looked like uh, the Telltale games. 
So it looked like the Batman Telltale game is bad. Okay. I think you'd be unfair to Telltale. Uh, yeah, okay, because <laughs> you you played this too. But yeah, it it wasn't very good. <laughs> the this, the story. The so I really really like story driven games, and I thought if I could explore this story, I thought I'd get a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't. It because it was it's like a like a Resident Evil where you're doing the puzzles in Resident Evil. It's a lot of that. Okay. Yes. So it's it's very it's very heavy it, on it's those. that, and you've got obviously decisions in between conversations, and you have to go and so the premise of it is is you're a guy who's going back to this mansion that you've inherited because your father's died. You've inherited this mansion. You go there, and everything is very untoward. Then the first night you stay there, a lot of spooky stuff happens, and you have to you have to solve the mystery of what's happened there because. Nothing is as it seems. Yep. Solve the mystery of Black Mirror, because that's what the place is called it in is. Gaelic. It ah. is. I did write it down. Scathan Do. Yeah. So, yeah, basically it becomes a bit supernatural. Um, you have to rely on interacting with ghosts of the past. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, just in case anyone... I think it's fine to spoil just these spoil games, it. to be honest. So, basically, it's the ghost of your dad yep. um, okay. as a kid, and it's your grandfather that's basically got this curse on the family and that's why everything is in ruin because they've tried to do some supernatural shit that they shouldn't be doing. But he's also interacting with people who live in the house as well. Absolutely, yeah. So you've got other parts of the family that are there that are trying to also meander their way in to try and get more of this inheritance that has been left there. Um, So you've got maids, butlers still there. Um, An arsehole called Eddie or Teddy, some ginger prick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's... um, yeah. Ron Weasley. He's, yes, he's, Ron Weasley was there being a he's, right. Good. He's like he's like the, the cousin it, removed or something like that. Uh, but yeah, he's there, and because he's been brought up in this mansion, in the mansion environment, he's very stuck up, very, and yeah, what a prick. Yeah, it's it, but it's it's again like you said, Telltale. It's almost episodic, so there's chapters to it. Yeah, as well, yeah. Isn't it, there? There's only five or six chapters. Each one, it doesn't really tell you where to go or what to do. It gives you brief. It's very open. This thing. It's like, it is best of luck working it out. Go, go to the kitchen, which I kind of liked because what I mean is this guy's never grown up in the mansion. Yeah, you've never been there. So um, the Scottish accents is set in um, Scotland. Oh my God, yeah, the Scottish accents are I want to say questionable, but that's nice. Okay. Um, it's, I, it's ropey. This game it's is so <laughs> bad. I I don't wanna I don't wanna completely shit on the game because you can. It was an okay story. I didn't. I wasn't like you said before, Dan. I was whelmed. I yeah. finished the story. I was like, huh, okay, that's, that's, fine. That's, that's kind of thing. Yeah. Really for it. But I mean, you said the puzzles. I think are potentially the more interesting part, but they Absolutely. become repetitive at a point as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah. It was very janky. Oh my god. So. As soon as you start out, you basically play through an, a prologue. And 10, 15 minutes into it, the game had crashed. Beautiful. And it, it was like, so you'd be halfway through a cutscene, and then all of a sudden it just like jolt forward. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll speak about it later in my play of the game, because that was part of it. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's very, very janky, very, very jolty. Very, the controls were weird as well. Yeah, they are. So I, I played it as well this week, yep. just for context. I, yep. I saw him playing it. I was waiting for my game to arrive, so I played it and platinumed it as well. But I, yeah, it's the real controls, weird so controls. You basically walk around with the analog stick and the D-pad opens up a map, but or opens up like the inventory or something like that. Okay. But if you open up the inventory, I normally use the D-pad 
to yeah. go up and down to move through yeah. it no that opens up other parts of the inventory so for example you've got left for the map up for the inventory down for key items right for something yeah. else okay. right for hints um, so you have to use the joystick to negotiate so then you go it. back to the analog stick normally if I load up a title screen and I, literally as soon as I booted the game up I was like well, this is weird off the bat yeah. because I normally select the options with the D-pad, the D-pad. no only with the analog stick, stick. So you, I fought it the whole game. I kept doing it wrong. I kept quitting yep. the menu not yep. intentionally. It was just yeah. so when you go into the inventory, you go, okay, let's have a look at the master key. You have to turn around a couple of times. You go to the master key. You press down to go to the master. key. No, no, you've opened the map up now. Like, oh, fuck's sake! So you have to then go back to the invent. It's just little things like that that built up throughout. It was it was a real short game as well. It was like eight nine hours. Fair. I I think I did it in about six. Right. Okay. Um, as a little note. And that's that's with the platinum as well. Like I, did, I, I've no need to ever go back to that game. Yet. Right. You uh, you said at the beginning about how um, the problem is you buy games for yourself. Yes. Um, I nearly bought this game for Josh last week for <laughs> Platinum of the Day. So I'm there's clearly some sort of mental link between us. Right. Okay. <laughs> three for three of my ideas have ended up as your games. <laughs> um, yeah, but other than that, um, it was all right. It wasn't amazing, like yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by a fly. That's that's how good that game is. <laughs> it was it was done by THQ as well. So I thought, oh, as they did destroy all humans. Destroy all humans. Yeah. I thought, oh yeah, this this might be a fun little link between the two. Completely different. No humor at all in it. It was just very. They tried. Nah. I, think, I think they tried one joke in it and it just didn't land. So I can't remember. Mm. What oh, there we are. I didn't because yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> so yeah, what about your game? So my game. So I. <laughs> Had a real nightmare this this time buying a game. So I, I purchased a game. I bought The Evil Within, which okay. mm-hmm. sounds ghosty. And I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be three very different style games that we're going to be playing. Um, and I had a huge issue of getting this game. It was meant to be here <laughs> within like four days of me ordering yeah. it, going on and on. Basically, the Thursday before we're recording this, just to pull back the cursing, we were mm-hmm. recording on a Monday. So four days before the episode, it's still not here. I've been chasing it. I then go out to buy another game so i end up buying the man and the dan which is a bit similar to black mirror but arguably a better version of it um it arrives i play through it and so on the saturday evil within arrives Mm -hmm. i now played man and the dan makes sense just to go through an evil within um so i put it in Uh and i fucking hate that game (laughs) honestly with with a passion i've not hated a game so i've I've never put in a game and gone i hate this i want nothing to do with this game is it that bad it was that bad I don't understand what happened. I'll, I'll give you a very brief one. So yeah, I played okay. three chapters. First chapter, really good. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, garbage. So the first chapter starts off, you're a detective going to investigate a bunch of murders at an insane asylum. Amazing premise. Yes. Already good. Yeah. You go in there, everything starts messing around. You see some sort of apparition bouncing between things. And then you wake up and you're tied up to a chain. And there's a fucking guy with a chainsaw hacking pieces together. You are like in first person. You're swinging to grab a knife to get out. Then it's all stealthy to get away from it. Right, okay. You're hiding in cupboards. You're getting away. All really good. You, when you eventually escape, you then run out of the insane asylum, get into a car, and then the whole world starts shifting. You're falling. Like, the roads are moving. Buildings are collapsing. <laughs> the end of time's arrived. And then you crash, fall down a, um, a hill, and then you wake up with a nurse telling you to sit in a chair to get some upgrades and then you go back and you're like... It oh! It, it's a very confused game. And your name's Ronan O'Connor. 
His name is Ronan O'Connor. I think his name is something like Sebastian Castellello or something. Really, that's another weird. good young adult <laughs> yeah. protagonist name. But it's horrific. I don't want it. You guys play it. I've left it here for you to do. So <laughs> I'm going back to Man and Madame. Yes. So Man and Madame is a game by Supermassive Games, um, the same people who did Until Dawn, which is, was critically lauded. That's an amazing game. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. And it follows a very similar premise is the way they've done this. They've mm-hmm. sort of taken feedback on and they've made it better. Uh, well, not made it better they've made it to what the customer wanted yes um but it's a dark anthology so um that which is it's good parts and it's bad parts um so you've got a narrator there which sort of sets up what's happening um and this is the first of three games which is this little hope and a third game to be decided this year oh, that's I amazing i want to say something like little ashes or ashes the, or the name has been announced i can't think what it is but it's coming out at some point this year they're doing one after another, i love that which, which is is really nice or mm. every two years or something along those lines but it's it's giving you a fairly recent thing but that's its downside it really they should all be together in one collection an mm-hmm. anthology which they do a really nice job of explaining what an anthology is right so there's like a separate m- secret thing it's literally like secret unlocked at one point very very early in the game where you okay. first meet the narrator um, Darren looks like he's found the name uh, House of Ashes oh I was I like right that. there was an ash involved in it yeah House of Ashes but they've got this thing which talks about dark anthologies and where they come from and what they built so wow. it starts all the way back to the first anthology with Nathaniel Hawthorne famous mm-hmm. for the Scarlet Letter um, but he collected a bunch of horror stories Edgar Allan Poe really liked it and then mm-hmm. they talk about Edgar Allan Poe because he was known for his anthologies yes. of horror yeah. goes up to H.P. Lovecraft then all the way up to Clive oh, nice. Barker which Everyone loves Clive Barker, mm-hmm. even though he puts out some really weird games and films and <laughs> yep. all this, like the Midnight Meat Train and all those sort of things. <clears throat> then it goes on to um, the next point, which is radio productions with Orson Welles. And oh. it goes on further from there, then into TV, where you've got Twilight Zone, Creep Show, all those fun points. And then into <laughs> film with like VHS, where they've got different directors coming together to make a found footage horror anthology. And it sort of right. shows how horror has developed in this thing and That's why... Cool a narrator is important that's yeah. brilliant because i always struggle with a narrator as a framing device but okay. it, having this there maybe go cool i get it you're ties it back. all together yeah okay um and you only go back to him at the beginning of each act so it's three acts you've got a prelude and then three acts is it okay. a bit like um i can't remember the guy's name in until dawn who's like the psychiatrist similar to that yeah it's that idea where he's not really doing the sort of evaluations go, what's going to scare you next? It's sort of like... Peter Stormier. That's, yeah. that's his name. Oh, is it Peter Stormier? It yeah. is in, that, in yeah. Until Dawn, yeah. The, Sorry. The classic Russian who's in everything. <laughs> this guy's also recognisable, but I couldn't tell you who he I, is. I was going to say, does this hit its, uh, its quota for famous face? Only one face, which is his. It's yep. famous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it follows these five people as they go on a trip to explore a dive and then... Basically, things go wrong, and they end up on the Orang Medan, right. um, which is a famous ghost ship, um, which I don't know if you're aware of. but um, I've heard the name. So, yeah, it's different publications have gone um, and done it from different points. So it's like either 1940, 1947, 1948. It's all a bit, who's this? A lot hmm. of conspiracy theorists okay. love this story. Right. Um, basically, they found the Medan. It's, it's actually went missing over the same place that the MH... 480 flight from Malaysia went missing as well. Okay. All right. It's that strip where lots of things go missing and they never find them again. Okay. So they find the ship, they go on there, all the people are like frozen in fear and just 
no real reason why they've all died. It seems like they've all died at the same point of like wow. fear. Right. Even the dog that lived on there is like baring its teeth and has died in this state of frozen wow. fear as well, hmm. which is a weird thing because yeah. it's yeah. not something that's induced in them. They then go to t- tow it back to port to investigate it, and then it catches fire and sinks, and <laughs> no one has any idea what happened with it. Wow. So, conspiracy theorists think it's all like a cover-up by model agencies and all that thing. But regardless, it's a real-life ghost ship, and this is a story of five people who go onto a ghost ship, oh. and then they make their decisions, and then some will survive, some won't survive. Cool. I love that. So it's very similar to Supermassive's first one. Yeah, yep. It's shorter than Until Dawn, unfortunately, because um, Until Dawn, I think, is about, in a playthrough, is about six, seven hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think this one's closer to about five, six. So it's a little okay. shorter, not massively shorter. Is that because it is part of the anthology, maybe? I think so, and that's I think that's the downside, that it, which all three were in one, mm-hmm. but I think this is good enough to stand on its own. I think people are always going to compare it to the first one, and that first time you felt like you had yeah. that butterfly yeah, effect yeah, yeah. situation. Okay. Um, but this does things slightly differently, where it's got your bearings, so because you're on a ship, you've got like, your bearings there's like eight plot points where it says what you've done and yeah that. So okay it's got nice little innovations that they've got with this and you've got your premonitions by seeing certain pictures like if they've got a white or a black frame they show you premonitions but right i think the different frames give you different premonitions it's like but it's the, not um, the little totems and yeah Dawn, but with some lovely nautical theming definitely oh, i yeah. like it so it's it's very much like until dawn but nautically themed and yeah, I played through it once by myself, right. and I'm now partway through a playthrough with Keris. Right. And it's very different already. And Is it a lot awesome. of fun? As, as fun as very, Dawn? Very enjoying it. Yeah, very much right. enjoyed it. Good. Cool. But I yeah, that. that's, that's the game that I picked, and I'm glad I got a second game. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't winning anything or trying to win with that. <laughs> Were you just going to give up and just like, no, I'm it not It would have been a it. messy scoring week. I would have I made a very angry case for everything and not enjoyed myself. <laughs> if I'd only All got of that, the points to the is, If I hadn't got that, I would have only played that. Even within also, I got to a point, I completed chapter three, and then I couldn't beat something. And that also annoyed me, because they're... Their checkpoint system is fucked. Yeah, keep coming back to a checkpoint, but somehow you've lost the ammo you've used before that checkpoint. Oh no! Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but there's no real save function. It's, it's horrific. I just remember there was. I'm not sure if it's one of the bosses. It's like a massive brain, and it's like you're running through these pink, like a pink. I think that's the that's something that's like the last boss. Isn't yeah, it? you played all of it. No, no, no. I just I've <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen parts of it. Oh. I've seen parts of it, and I just remember that one. And like you're going through memories, and I was like, it doesn't look like my kind of game whatsoever. Are you thinking of Mother Brain from Metroid? No, I love Metroid. Are you <laughs> thinking of Terraria? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's our games. That's our so games. very different games. Well, not actually that different for me and you, Paul. We've nope, got quite nope. similar style games. Mine's a bit different. Paul's uh, not Paul. You're Paul. I'm Paul. Darren. Hello. Darren's got something. Yeah, it's, I've got. Uh, I'm getting up there. Not as old as him, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. memories going. Um, but Darren's got something different so that might pay better for when we get to the scoring mm. and that's what we're going to yeah. do now Round one fight So the first one that we do is most relevant Yes to story about ghosts <laughs> I mean I, yours has ghosts in it, it the, uh, Yeah I don't think... I can see Darren already smirking in the corner because it's very hard to beat someone whose game is you are, you are a, ghost, a ghost. I'm only trying, interacting with ghosts. I'm trying to think of. I, I try to think of ways I can put it forward to try and counteract that argument. I mean, yours. 
are definitely ghosts that you're interacting so, with. So, yeah, yeah, the whole point, you're not going to solve the mystery unless you're interacting and following ghostly apparitions. If there wasn't any ghosts there, it, it, it wouldn't be a very good story. <laughs> you're struggling, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> The category was ghosts. Yes. You had ghosts. I had ghosts. ghosts. Mine, you have these visions and you think and you don't know what's going on and yeah. you feel ghosts. You have a whole ship of ghosts. You have a whole ship of ghosts of, and bodies and these things are moving. But, and I really don't want to give it to Darren immediately, <laughs> but I can't, you can't get more relevant to no. argue this point. In this game, you play as a ghost, you interact with ghosts. Half the scenery is a ghost town of Salem. Oh, it um, is. Some of the collectibles are ghost items that you have to reveal and then collect. And then, spoilers, the main villain is a ghost that looks like Wednesday Adams, who's <laughs> possessing and murdering people. It's ghosts it's, from beginning it's to got, end. Ah, it's nothing I mean, but ghosts. That's the problem. Unless we were playing Luigi's Mansion 3, yep. I don't think we could really beat it. I, Even that's going to be hard, because Luigi himself isn't, isn't a ghost. A ghost. The, the concentration of ghosts per hour... It's very high for this game. Yeah, and that's that's it. I think I think Darren has I to win the so. first point, uh, which yeah. is frustrating because I I really hoped I was going to do well this week. Um, but it's hard to beat Ghost Boy. I've got a ghost game. <laughs> <laughs> it's all ghosts, just top so, to bottom. Yep. So first it's like points, the meme of the yeah. astronaut. It is. It's it an is. all ghosts. It always has been. <laughs> it's yeah, and I I want to argue it, but I'm not going to win. And no, it's ball. So definitely I think, not. Most relevant is going Darren. to Darren, Ooh. which is good. And I wouldn't have won it with Evil Within because I don't think there are any ghosts in that. There might even be ghosts. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a comment about Evil Within. Evil Within, every, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have you with that? I've um, I've realised that the vote has come my way for most relevant for all three weeks now. It's not always my game. <laughs> you get the most relevant game then, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, well done you. Well done you. And Farfaris, <laughs> then Batman, then this. It's always the most relevant. <laughs> So Darren gets given the most relevant game, but you just can't get any points. You just <laughs> yep. give him the pool. So now we move on to value for money. Yes. Right. Value for money is going to be, um, I think, a more contested one. Yes. Because we all think there's probably different levels of playability. There's different levels of money. And also, not all of us are full of ghosts. So Evil Within. <laughs> Evil Within was actually only six ninety nine. So I imagine that would have been quite a good one for if you enjoyed that game. But it's garbage. Don't touch it. Cool. Paul, what, what was this was? <laughs> well, Black Mirror was £6.96. Okay. Nice, um, nice random pricing. Uh, yeah. Amazon. Um, but yeah, um, it was £6.96. Value for money? Nah. <laughs> nah. Are you not going to fight for Just, any points? Nah, no. I, I, I want to fight for the points, but value for money... When you get to the end of it, like £6.96, so you had, I had, what, eight, nine, ten hours out of it. You got six. I'm never going back to it. Like, at the end, once you've got it, you've got the platinum trophy, you would never pick it up again. No. You wouldn't. Like, not even to go, ah, hey, check this out. I wouldn't, personally. Unless you really don't like the person, go, hey. Want to waste ten hours of your time? (laughs) Yeah, look what I've got you. Black Mirror. Honestly, um... I thought it'd be an 18 done by THQ. I thought, yeah, this is going to be... It definitely chose the name Black Mirror to buy into the TV series. I think series, so, yeah. Uh, but value for money, Black Mirror. I... You're saying that. You don't know how much we've all spent if, on our games yet. If someone paid you £6.96 to play this game again, would you? If someone paid me £6.96 for 10 hours of your life, would you play this game again? Nah. I think that's that's it. Nah. It? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, so... I, I I enjoyed the story. I liked the story. I didn't enjoy the story. 
So he's, he's already losing himself. I know. Entertainment, I, I, is I, I, he? I'm trying. I'm trying to. I don't want to say stop talking, Paul, but it's going to help you if you stop talking to try and sell the so next Start bit. taking fine, away I, points. I, I leave it at that. That's fine. Uh, no, Darren, how much did you spend on Murdered Soul Suspect? I paid eight pound ninety nine mm. for Murdered Soul Suspect. Nice, which I was very happy with. How much? How long did it take you to beat the game? Uh, somewhere between eight and ten hours, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's because I got weirdly into the collectibles. There's a thousand of them, and they're great. They Not are literally great. a thousand. They, yeah, but they're everywhere, <laughs> and they glow, which is very, very appealing. <laughs> they're like it's a lot of fun just looking for them. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun for eight ninety nine. The amount I'm going to get out of it is a decent amount, but I'm feeling like you'll get more. Oh, uh, I, I'm I, so I spent. Nine ninety nine on this game. Right. I went had to go had to go into a game store to get this one. Um, Old school. Actually, actually went into game. <laughs> Old the, school. The UK version of GameStop. The game. The, the game. Um, I went to the wrong one because it was closed and wasn't there anymore, or I was looking in the wrong location. So I maybe it was a ghost store. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I went to another one and got it for nine ninety nine pre owned, which. And to be honest, as I said, it was about six hours. Mm-hmm. But I'm already on a second playthrough with Keris. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. We're going to go back. We're going to finish it probably in the next coming days. Amazing. Loving every minute of playing yeah, that. Yeah. And I want to play it again. Mm. I want to play this game more times. There's... I've enjoyed the story so much. There was, like, in the second playthrough, like with Keris, yeah. I-, I didn't realize one of the characters could come to where I went to because the first one, I did something and they just left the wow. game. And I was like, what? They, yeah. They've got this all in here? What's happening? So is yeah. it like until dawn where there's going to be multiple endings too? Yeah, multiple endings. You can have all of them survive, one of them survive, none of them survive. You can oh, have... Okay. If I think there must be about three, four different ways you can get off at the end. Okay, right. And the other benefit is there are three different game modes. So there's play alone, there's movie night where you're playing with um, multiple people and you select it. Which or you're in person? We were on about it. we were on about this um, last last time. Yeah, we should definitely. And you can literally select who plays for each character, and it tells you pass it to this person. Play, oh, this person okay. Play. And then it's also got um, d- uh, sort of play online with someone, so you can play online, and then when it's their turn, you get to just experience them going through it, and you just do it on chat. So it's got. Oh, multiple, that's so really there's cool. so many ways to yeah. play this game, and yeah. this is the thing that the fans wanted with yes. until dawn. Yeah, because I've got a friend. Um, uh, Seb, if you mm-hmm. like, if you like horror podcasts, he's got one called Cast Me to Hell. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does like an annual Until Dawn playthrough around Halloween with his friends. They all get together and they all play oh, a different character. That's cool. Um, and that's the sort of thing people want. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. This this is my thinking on um, especially on the case of Valley for Money, is I've played through this. It was about eight to ten hours. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I have one more playthrough in me, mm-hmm. and then. Maybe I'll go back to it in future. <laughs> you you sound like you've already got about six playthroughs. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say already. Like, I, I mean, I liked. I really enjoyed Murdered Soul Suspect. Um, but I think you could enjoy that game just as much playing it with a guide for one playthrough, just to find the things mm-hmm, you need yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you'd lose anything from the game. That's not to take anything away from it. I just don't think it's got the replayability. Black Didn't Mirror, enjoy Black Mirror. Black Mirror, I hated the story. <laughs> so... I thought it was a rubbish story. I didn't yeah. enjoy it. I've got moments that I really enjoyed in the yeah, game. Yeah, but <laughs> was it a good story? No. And did I see the ending coming? Yes, yes. a million miles Absolutely, away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It is how I feel with these butterfly effect games, though. Is there's so much value in them yeah. because of 
the the many many different ways it can go. Yeah. Like especially um, I remember my partner Lauren was trying to go for the platinum in Until Dawn. Yeah. And you look at the trophy list, and there's about six playthroughs in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have mm-hmm. to keep everyone alive. You have to kill everyone. You have to keep certain people alive. You have to like have certain people kill other people in certain ways. Oh, so you wow. need to play it like 10 times to hit everything. But right. It's one of those games that I wouldn't actively look at how to do get the trophy. I just go, yeah. look, I'm going to see how I can get... I, it, I, I'm aware of it. I'm going to try and play yeah, towards it. Yeah, it's exactly it, but... that. You open the trophies, you go, you can do that? Yeah. Wow. I have to, I have to play so that. I don't want to say out. that I won. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I think, think, absolutely, I think, it's yours. I think that's definitely your point, Josh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah yes. fuck you, Evil Within. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've got my... Ob- uh, Obligatory, uh, one point. Um, for the episode. <laughs> I, c- I cannot say that word. I don't know why I went almost you, French for you it. You put the genre generator <laughs> twist on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we now need to move on to most entertaining. And I've yeah. Because ch- I've I've now made it match the social media. We're not going to have our argument <laughs> enjoyment yeah. and entertainment anymore. So what was the most entertaining, Paul? What's what's your fight? How do you feel, <laughs> bud? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's. I tell you what. What we'll do. We'll start on low points. Yeah, and we'll yeah. work our way up, yeah? yeah? Yeah, that's why I gave it to you. Awesome. So, the only enjoyment I really got out of this... <laughs> and... <laughs> I, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to completely shit on it. Because... <laughs> Go on. If... Fuck me. Just let me take a drink. Just took a drink. My, my eyes are stinging. I've got coke burning through the back of my eyes. Oh, Sorry. hashtag not a sponsor. But <laughs> so Black Mirror is great, yeah? So oh. the, 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 okay, not the only, the main enjoyment I got out of it was the story. Yeah. The half okay story. But I don't know whether that's just because I like the story games. Mm. Um, it could just be that. Yeah, I, I got that was the best bit of his story. The puzzles I didn't think were that no exciting. Um, I tell you what I didn't enjoy was the load times. Not oh, good. Honestly, after playing Ratchet and Clank and then going yep. to this game and the amount yep. of crashes this game has. Yep. So you can it's like I, I think you text me, you timed it, it was like a thirty eight second load time, which <laughs> f- doesn't sound like a lot. It's like the intro load to Batman. It was, but it feels like an it was, eternity. I, and that but was that, every time you went through a door. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So but other than that, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the actual flavor of the game. The game, no. Okay. Yeah, it just it it didn't doesn't hit any boxes that make an episodic. It, it misses all the charm of like a Telltale game. Yeah. It's not got the overarching thing of like a super massive game. Yep. It's just a episodic plod through sort of thing. Would I watch it if they go here's an hour and a half TV like spooky story like this? Probably, yeah. yeah but I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch. Well, eight, nine, ten hours of this okay story where the puzzles, like you said, get quite monotonous. Quite, quite. Did you, did you like the lead as well? Like the what? The lead character, or did you find no. him really annoying? No, really annoying. Like, <laughs> I, you, you just wouldn't act in the way the lead character would act. If that makes sense. Mm. Well, this guy from Scotland who then moved to India, but then also was English because he's lived growing. Yep. Yeah, just a real fucking weird. Yep. And then he comes back and then just sort of takes charge of everyone. And you yeah. go, yeah, you're just showing up, mate. But yeah, it's I, I enjoyed the story. It was a bit supernaturally. It was a bit, yeah. Um, yeah. And I did enjoy it. I don't think I would, I enjoyed it as much as you guys obviously did. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you want me to go next as I made you go first on value go, for go money? For I don't yeah. mind what you're... Uh, enjoyment. Yeah. I have thoroughly enjoyed every element of this game. Um, I have the issue that I have with both the, the other Supermassive game, and this is such a minor thing to not like, is the way that they animate the mouths. I know they're doing mocap, but... Yeah. The, the, the inner side of their cheeks seem real meaty and their teeth don't really do it. I know what you mean. And it yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable to look at. But outside <laughs> of that, I've really, I really enjoyed it. Um, not to give too much away, but there is a lot of spooks and scares. There are, I love a horror film as yeah, well. Yeah. Karis loves a horror film. Yeah. There are, I know they love a jump scare in a supermassive game and you know they're coming. But by <laughs> fuck did I nearly <laughs> shit myself at certain points. There were moments I literally went, right, Cool, I'm stepping away for a second, <laughs> coming back in just to, yes. just to compose myself. Yeah. And it was that whole moment of, I know, I know it's a story, but the fact that every action, I know it's that every action has an outcome. This one really feels that way. And the fact that all your characters could die, mm. everything you do yeah. chooses it. Yeah. And the first one I played through was like I was playing through as I want to. And now I'm playing through as if I'm the characters that like they've got their st- their names yeah. are like, yeah, she's an asshole, so I'm going to play her like an asshole in any yeah. question. <laughs> and it's really fun to do those elements. Yeah, um, yeah. I think just because of the length of it, it has that increased playability as well. Although it's you know it's six hours, I wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. By the same token, I've got six hours. Cool, I'll play through. The story is tight. There are some jumpy scenes where they've clearly jumped to another point, to another point. So there were some like scene issues in right. there where like you go to the next scene and it, they weren't quite in the same place but I feel like that's yeah. something you expect for it um, also I have a really nice thing with my TV so I've right. got I've got ambilights on my TV oh, yeah. so I've got the LEDs all around the back and love it fuck me the, you're walking through different sections of the ship and you literally you're in like a green medical bay then you turn through and it's like the red roar of the engine room and the whole the room home. was oh, light oh, I love it and it just felt so immersive I know I've got that extra advantage with it but I was sucked in the whole way yeah. through and I didn't yeah. feel like any of the choices like but that's not what I meant to do yeah. they were all like yeah I, I fucked up or yeah I really enjoyed yeah. that um, so what yeah. you're saying is round yours for movie night yeah definitely awesome <laughs> I'm so excited I really want to do this but this yeah it's really good fun mm-hmm. really enjoyed it start to finish I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Darren jump in now before I have to start fighting again <laughs> I had a much better time than I expected with this game. Right. This game is a great time. We were talking about like the most enjoyable parts of each one is the story. That's especially the same for this. It has a couple of like shortcomings and mm-hmm. little issues with the gameplay, but the story is so tight and so clever and so well done that like it's a game with basically zero combat and next to no challenge which usually puts me off if a game's too easy i'm just like fuck it what's the point (laughs) i couldn't put this down for like two days wow because i was so engaged in the story and there was a quote from a review that i liked which was despite numerous shortcomings i was entertained to the point of not wanting to put it down which is yeah. exactly how I felt. It has its issues, and the issues are really Darren, empowering. Darren's coming with his fucking research to beat the <laughs> I, I started to look up this game because I had such a good time with it to find out the uh, the development studio closed a month after the game came out. Oh, <laughs> really? No. Yeah, they just shut down immediately. That's oh. a real, that is a real shame because yeah. it, it's a game that I thought deserved something else from it. Yeah. Like, I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean... You got those shitty sort of Sherlock Holmes that spin off, and they were nothing quite like no. that. You know, it was, right. it was his own little. This idea. is a game that's like seventy percent of a fantastic game, mm-hmm. yeah. which means it's still really good. But you can see at various points where you want it to go further. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. And as a couple of issues in it, like you said, there's no decisions in your one where you're like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. In this, sometimes it's like, there's nice bits where you hear a sound mm-hmm. and you have to select like what's making that sound and right. then it replays that thing. And there's one where you see a tree and you hear the sound that's very obviously wood cracking. <laughs> and one of the options is branch. I went, that sounds like a branch snapping. You pick branch up. It's not a branch snapping. And there's a scuff on the side of the tree. I'm like, is it the scuff? And then it replays. It's like, ah, there was a chair suspended by a rope over the tree that collided <laughs> with the tree. But I feel like there's a lot of information you didn't share with me there that would have been helpful to determine what did it. Yeah. But the story is so well done. It comes together at the end in such a way that you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I, remem- did, I, I remember did. you've got like side quests in it as well. Like, oh, different... side quests are great. Yeah. There's a guy who's... um really upset that he's killed his mates drunk driving and you go back and you have to work out which of the three drunkards was driving the car <laughs> I, I do remember the side quest and I think that it sounds like I don't want to be talking myself out but I feel that is something that really made that game was you had this chance to have a really good story and just focus on this one story and walk through it yeah yeah or you could have all these lovely little side bits that just add that extra flavor yeah it fleshes it out yeah absolutely it's nice because the whole plot is about you trying to complete your last like request Mm -hmm. your last need to move on and that's what you do as you go through and you meet these side quests yeah is you're completing their lot like the first one you meet is a woman who's been murdered in a building she can't find her body yeah is that the one in the bath or in the septic tank in the thing no that's a different thing because that's based on a true story this one is um, an old couple in the building have killed her and driven her body out to a quarry. Yeah. Right. And she, yeah. of course, yeah. her ghost is in the building. She was killed there. Yeah. And she can't find her body. And you're like, it's in the quarry. And then she moves on. Yeah. And it's just so tightly knit and so well done. I had such there, a great time with it. There is a sort of, almost like, a, it feels like a moment of closure throughout it. And you get that sort of, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I, I'm glad that happened. I, like, you feel that sort of, almost euphoria. Like, yeah, I've done something right for someone. Mm. Which is great. It also had a but twist. Also, a twist I did not guess. see coming. <laughs> yeah. A twist I did not see coming at all that was fantastic with, uh, with Little Wednesday Adams. I thought you said Little Wayne then. No. <laughs> Little Wayne was in it. The ghost of Wednesday Adams. Oh, There's right, actually a yes. little girl called Abigail, but she looks a lot like Wednesday It was obviously going to be Abigail in Salem. Well, the thing about it is that... <laughs> it was though, wasn't it? Was, it? That, yeah, that, yeah. It was going to be Abigail in Salem. about, and she's like, doing like, oh, she's a ghost is about. She's like, your guide, and then you see flashbacks of her being burned at the stake or being yes. in the gallows. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, so she's been killed for witchcraft, and that's why she's here. Yeah. And then I'll I'll give away the twist. Fuck it, we're this far. <laughs> the twist <laughs> is invested. that she's been sentenced to death by the town mm-hmm. for falsely accusing other people of witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. And she is the killer killing mediums who she thinks are witches right but it's big men because she's possessing people and then it turns out that you are one of the people she's possessed yeah which you meet a little girl earlier and you ask who killed her and she points at you and you think she's pointing at your badge because a policeman killed her because you think one of the other policemen killed her yeah and it's so much stuff like i'm really excited for my second playthrough yeah to see little bits come through and go like oh fucking obviously That's yeah. like she points at you because it you is, did it. It yeah. is. It is well put together. It's that, so well done. That, I, I'm it's... not gonna. I'm not gonna fight that. It's not well put together and not really d- well done with all those side quests. The Abby thing didn't shock me as much because of 
all of the all of history and all yeah. of the plays and stuff. But I liked the reimagining of why that yes. happens. So it's a good. It's a good. It's movement. very good. But realistically, me and you are going to both go fight over that hour. Yep. Games more entertaining. So Paul. Ah. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest, your game wasn't entertaining. My game wasn't entertaining. Um, Paul's just going to break the mold and call Black Mirror. Yeah, I know, right? It's my game. Um, I don't know. I I really, really liked... I love the enjoyment part of being able to play with other people, going through the story, getting... <sighs> We've given this the, the brains over to the most indecisive player. I'm so indecisive. Um, I'll, I'll count down from three just to make you make a choice. That's, that's it, that's It'll fine. be like a free throw. We'll count to ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I will go with the man of Medan. Only cool. because I I've not played Man of Medan and it sounds if it's a, if it's like Until Dawn it sounds very very exciting mm. like and it seems like something I would thoroughly enjoy over and over and over and over. And over. That's, that's oh. fair. Yeah, Man of Medan. Yes, another point. That's two points for you. I'm two safe points. this week. Guaranteed a point. <laughs> safe this week. Um, oh no. So we now move on to uh, play of the game. Yeah. Right. I'm not start. I'm not start. I won't start. I'll start because I'm in the best position. Yes, yes, you start. So for me, my play of the game involves my lovely partner, Carrie, who I've mentioned several times so far on the podcast. Uh, On our our next playthrough, our second playthrough, because I knew where some of the jumps were coming and stuff, I get to watch and enjoy as she shits herself, essentially. So you could turn to her and go, go on. There was a point where I was like, oh, you need to pay attention to what's going on now. She, she, I'm just on my phone. I was like, no, you need to pay attention for the story. We're playing it for you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looks at it. And, oh, it was awful. <laughs> but there's a moment, just one jump scare in this game, which is so wonderful. It didn't get me on the first playthrough. And it's, it's so simple. It's looking, you're just looking through a vent. Yeah, love you're it. Looking through a vent. Love it. Look on the side, there's nothing there. I'm watching the screen and she's panned slightly to the right. And you see the outline of this face. It's just a slight outline of a face. Okay. You see the edges of it. She looks at it, then looks back. She's obviously not clocked this thing at all. And she's like, there's nothing there. Like, oh, yeah, there is. It's almost like, I'm going, mm, yeah, there is. It's sort of, yeah, yeah. She went, oh, all right, span the other way. And it does the <laughs> noise and oh, the face there. No. And she literally screamed, hit pause, sat there, head in hands. <laughs> like, you have to give me a minute. You have to be like, oh, hyperventilating, <laughs> breathing, and this moment of just absolute go, sheer go for a quick warp. sheer panic and fear and she had to just take moment away from everything to go <laughs> she had to collect herself and this is a person who's obsessed with horror and yeah. loves and it's the simplest and a lot of people will call them cheap scares nah but it's you only get them if the appropriate sort of feeling surrounds yeah, yeah, it all yeah. and, and the music in... was so good and oh. so tight you're like so sort of captivating mm-hmm. and, and it's just enthralling she just got it and that was my favourite moment. So I had my own moments where I got scared and things like that. But watching it with someone to get to that level yeah. and they have that fear. And I was only fine because I clocked what had happened beforehand. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. Um, but we did have one moment together where a ghost-like thing appeared. But because someone got into the boat the second time that wasn't there. I literally walked, walked to her and she goes, I went, did you see that? She's like, yeah. Yeah, I was like. Do you not see that last time? I, no, not the last time I played this game. <laughs> and there was a whole fear that there was a whole new story that I had not come yeah, across wow. as I went on the boat. But I think my moment is the bit where she I, yeah. nearly nearly died. <laughs> um, I'll go next because um, my moment wasn't as good as that. <laughs> oh, I've got two moments that I loved in your game. Right. Um, my favourite moment was right at the very start 
right at the very start, okay. where you're playing through the prologue. You're the dad, essentially. Yeah. You're playing okay. through the prologue. And he's running away from, you assume, a spirit. Uh, it turns out he's, he's running up to this um, stone structure. Um, he's running through. He's hiding bits and pieces, saying he's asking for forgiveness. He runs up and comes face to face with this ghost, which I wasn't sure if it was just because it was really janky or it actually meant to be it. But she sort of came face to face to this ghost. And then all of a sudden it just zipped away like real quick, <laughs> like really disjointed. I was like, whoa, yeah. okay. And I thought from the prologue, I thought, this is it. This is brilliant. He runs up to the stone structure. You do like a little blood ritual. He like slits his hand as a little blood ritual. And then for you, you can either like walk away or grab the lamp. So he's like, oh, I'll grab the lamp. He set himself on fire. <laughs> he lit himself up. Yep. And then, and then all of a sudden it goes boom, black mirror. What a hero. Like, this is amazing. It, it did sell it so hard at the beginning. Right I, to the beginning. <laughs> and I was like, so for, for me, that was my play of the game where I had no idea what I was getting into. The, it was kind of sluggish, the walking, the, the sort of traversing the terrain, getting up the hill, then coming face to face with this ghost that zipped away. Wasn't sure whether there was a glitch or whatever. Did, did, did he hold her face as well? Did they have that sort of tender moment with that ghost? No. There is meant to be a tender moment, so you had a glitch with the ghost. Just went, brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, literally, it came face to face, and I thought, that's the scare, and it goes, and it's gone, like in the opposite direction. So I thought, right, you've always got to follow up this stone structure. <laughs> he does a blood ritual, which you find out later is supposed to try and protect the family. And then you can either walk away or grab the lamp, grab the lamp, like an oil lamp, set yourself on fire. It was amazing. I remember that going... <laughs> and literally, literally, you just you just see his body crumble and then the title screen comes up. The best bit is, I thought he started saying, get the lamp, get out of there so I can see where yeah. I'm going. No, get the lamp. <laughs> oh, I'm gone. What the little zipping reminds me of is the um, the final like super boss in Final Fantasy XV. Okay. It's the big fucking turtle. Yeah. And if you kill it with a certain weapon, it gets to about <laughs> quarter health and the model just clips inside itself and disappears. Yeah. And um, it goes... You win. <laughs> I thought we were going to get through an entire episode without Final Fantasy. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> nope. Right the death. So, yeah, that was my play of the game. It wasn't really a play of the game because it just glitched out. But, yeah, that was that's, that's my offering to this point. Sorry. Um, my play of the game uh, also involves my lovely partner. Um, there are two things. So, sorry, Paul. This, is, this feels like yeah, a real thanks. kick in the teeth right now. Yeah. There are <laughs> two things you need to know about my partner, Lauren. Uh, she played... This entire game before me, right? Bit from start to finish, before I started it, and she is of middling skill. Thank <laughs> uh, she's okay. I was going to say bad, but that felt mean because she's not bad. She's I'll, okay. I'll say it if you want me to. So no, she's, you know, she's, so you she's can okay. Avoid the wrath. <laughs> she's okay. It's like a solid four out of ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, not bad, but not good. All right. Not even. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if that was an IGN score, you're not going near that game, are you? <laughs> all right. All right. Four and a half. Um. So, murdered has combat. I say in air quotes. It's basically forced stealth sections where you fight demons. Yeah. And they walk around the area and you zip from like ghost to ghost and you hide in these little like rifts, and then you walk up to uh, you stealth up behind it. You press a button. You press two buttons together. Mm-hmm. It poofs away. Um, I had not much problem with these. I've watched Lauren play this for three or four days. Yeah. Having fucking meltdowns. <laughs> I had no idea what about. So I was like, 
sensory deprived myself off the game so i didn't know anything about it yeah and later it's because of these sections because she really struggled with them so what i had is i'd walk in there'd be these two things walking around and i just zip zip kill one and i say i fucking hate you <laughs> <laughs> and i get the next one she'd be like how the fuck are you doing this <laughs> and you'd go for one's like four but you just zip zip get it and she's like what the fuck? <laughs> I was here for like half an hour. How did you fucking do that? And I'm like, zip, zip, zip. It's not that hard. She's like, you are the fucking worst. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not a narrative best, twist in my ear of like, oh, I'm, I'm doing really well. So you're a fucking, you're a monster. I'm like, yay, even better. I had such a good time. Such a good time. Making her angry. <laughs> So your play of the game was making your partner angry. It was just funny because I had no idea what she'd been struggling with. Right. And she didn't even say beforehand, oh, I really struggled with these bits. It's just I did it. And she went, what the fuck? I I don't know how she struggled with those bits. I don't. No, no. (laughs) No, they're pretty straightforward. Sorry, sorry, Lauren. We don't mean to shit over you (laughs) on here, but yeah. I do. Be better. (laughs) So Dan's was making his partner angry. Josh was making his partner scared. And yours was watching a man light himself on fire. Yeah. All... Good pastimes. <laughs> Great pastimes. Um, I don't know for play of the game. Um, I know which one I think it is, and it's it's mine. I know which one I think it is, and it's mine. <laughs> right. I don't think it's mine. Um, can I say what I think my two favourite moments in yes, your please. game yes, was? Yes, please. Moment number one. I might use one of these. Old lady fights falling to their death rather randomly. Oh, oh my God. Ran in. That was... Round out like <laughs> full, full uppercut. Yeah. This woman who's been bedridden for 60 odd years runs yep. in, swings up and then they fight and they fall to their death. Yep. Amazing. Mm. Other <laughs> moment, just before that, he's walking across a bridge. Yep. Like a little plank and the jankiest fall I have ever seen yes, in any yeah, game yeah, it's not where even... they've almost like gone, uh, I've got to animate this. We'll just cut that and then rotate to make it 90 degrees so he's yeah, flat and yeah. smack. And he's like, oh no, I don't know what I'm doing. Those are my two favourite moments You've in You've got to keep game. suspense while crossing a dangerous bridge. That. It was <laughs> all, both awful and janky, but yeah. I, I laughed out loud <laughs> both times. <laughs> so I don't think I've got the point for this one. So it's your vote again, mate. Oh, dude... I feel like I know which way this one's going. I I honestly think it's it's Keris. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think it is only because oh. I I can imagine just her lighting the room up with with screams. And I I think it would have. It's, it doesn't matter who it is, but it's such a big reaction. It's one of those moments that. But you can imagine, yeah. like, say I came around to play it, or da- like the, I don't know, five of us got together. We all played it, and you two would then sit there and watch for this reaction. Mm. Yeah, and I think that. Time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Three points to me. Three points. So I walk away. The victor. victor. Very nice. Sorry, Darren. No points for you. That's all right. Sucker. I'm never getting points. (laughs) Sorry, Darren. Um, But yeah, that's that's our standings for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Dan sort of ran away with it. Um, Mm. We're talking about the games this week. What about the games last week? We have the vault because we're all vault hunters. We're, yeah, yep. vault hunters. Um, we asked you all uh, what your favourite game of the last episode was. Um, right. So on our platinum in a day, which mm-hmm. was either destroy all humans, uh, Batman Telltale series, or my game. <laughs> um, well, well, the one I bought wasn't it. Uh, yep. So, uh, what do you think was the game that was selected? Because I've got the answer. Do you guys know? I think I know. Um. What will be joining Valfaris? I think the Order. You thought it was the Order? I think so. I think it's Destroy All Humans. It is indeed Destroy All oh. Humans. Yeah. Destroy All Humans is coming in 
The Order was in second place, and poor Batman. Right. Nobody not, not, Batman. Not, not, not well for Batman. But yeah, so joining Val Faris in our vault is wow. going to destroy all humans. Very Amazing. What, what, a, what a change of pace for TH Nordic. <laughs> I know, right? Um, can't do two weeks in a row. Can't do two weeks in a row. Best and worst. That's, that's how they work. <laughs> Uh, and that, that sort of brings us to clo- towards the end of another episode. But before yes. we do, we need to know what we're going to be doing next time. Next well, time. What, what topic? What is the top pick of the topic? Oh, yes. very good. Yeah, that's very what, good. That's, and that was Man of Madan this week. But what's our top <laughs> pick of the topic? I, I always feel really nervous in these segments because I can't see the other screen. Oh, I can't see that either. Right, that's fine. So it's only Darren that has any idea what we're selecting. Only me that has an idea. Okay, and, so... Um, so I'll hand over to Darren. Darren, what uh, is our topic going to be next week? For the next week, we've jumped back up to a bit of a wordier topic. Oh, dear. Oh. Um, for episode four, we will be buying Games with a Dog Sidekick. Games oh, with a Dog Sidekick. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so that's obviously a game with a dog as a sidekick. To make yep. it right. Either a direct sidekick or as a member of your party. Yeah. A dog. Ooh. Or a dog-like yeah. creature. Something involving Ooh. a dog, but the dog shouldn't be the main character yes. nope. in this. Which obviously rules out, is it Okami? Okami, yeah. Which yeah. is what my Great game went to, and we can't go for it. Great game. Or Link. Um, Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, that's the one. Or Parappa the Rapper. Or Parappa the Rapper. Or yeah. Goofy the Movie. Goofy Movie the Game. Because um, he's a cow. Because he's a cow. He's <laughs> 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 not a cow. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so that brings us to the end of yet another episode. Thank you for joining us. Um, hope let us know if you thought that the outcome was correct. Yeah, is is Paul still going to be reigning king by the end of it? Is Darren ever going to get a point? No. <laughs> did Man of Medan? Did Josh oversell it? Is it a really bad version of Until Dawn? Am I just um, a wonderful salesman? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, join us next week. Where we're going to well next episode where we're we'll discussing dog sidekicks and our favourite ones. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, come find us on our socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter as uh, DiscountPod, or one word. Yep. Or if you want to contact us, uh, you can contact us on DiscountPod, again, one word, at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can send a stamped address envelope to P.O. Box. I wish we had a P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish it was. <laughs> Actually, I wish, I wish it was P.O. Box, waka, waka, waka. But uh, <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take what we get. Um, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't think we're going to promote anything else that's going yeah. on. I've already promoted some guys' podcasts, yeah. and you promoted a podcast, yeah. which we have no affiliation with, but, you know, <laughs> their podcast. Uh, so thank you for joining. Um, remember to power off and join us next week at Player 4. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.